You are now listening to Wasting Time with JB. Yo, 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 what's going on, guys? This is uh, Wasting Time with JV. I'm Victor. And I'm James. And welcome to another episode of this podcast. Not guilty. Ouch. Not guilty. Ouch, two times. Not guilty, not guilty, not guilty. Oof. Well, that was the verdict for Kyle Rittenhouse today. To be honest with you, man, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah, I, I beginning, I was like... He's not going to be found not, uh, guilty. He'll be not guilty. He'll walk away from the charges because if it's all self-defense, yeah, he, he'll be walking free. But towards the end, when we get into this more, my view changed a little. And at the end, I actually thought he was going to do some time. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I mean, when this first came to light, um, I, I just thought, yeah, he's, he's walking out free. Uh, self-defense but then you get all this evidence you get more footage he should have done some time man well to me what the the main thing of this for me was he was he went to kenosha right that's the name of the place yes kenosha and he went to go protect businesses yes who all did not um request him they didn't tell him to protect his businesses just him and some buddies i'm not going to say who they are they quote unquote militia were going to protect businesses from being burned down. The city was going under chaos because uh, white cops shot this other gentleman uh, seven times. Oh, a black guy shot him seven times. The people were upset about that, which I get, you know, and the police were eventually were not even convicted. They were set free. You know, they didn't put no charges on them. And, you know, and then, of course, Kyle goes over there and says, I'm going to help protect. Oh, no, he said he was going to help him with uh, medic, medical, if anybody needs some medic things. So he goes over there. Of course, they say cross straight line, state lines. But realistically, I think it's I think like 30 minutes away or less. So it's kind of like us in the same town going to a different part of town to to go. It's like if you're going to Austin. No, 30 Austin's from San Antonio is like an hour and a half, you know. Well, we haul ass. It's maybe Seguin. How about Divine? Okay. Uh, anyways, moving on. As you can tell, we're from Texas, so we're naming all these small towns. Oh, I'm sorry. No, again. Goddamn right, from Texas. We haul. I'll tell you that. Tell you what. There's one time I went to the Jimmy Buffett concert. I, I'm, I'm. What? What happened? I don't want to speak on that. But going back to the Kyle Rittenhouse again. He. This is a kid, 17 years old. His mom drives him apparently to this place. Not with an AR-15, but when he gets there, he has an AR-15. He had his buddy take it to Kenosha for him. I guess he's following the gun laws, you know. So then he gets there with some buddies. And oh, well, I'm not going to say pay, play by play, but I'm just saying he's putting himself in a situation, a violent situation at times, depending on where you're at, you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that, that's what I had said in the beginning. You know, he... He volunteered. I mean, not not. I want to say volunteered, but he he knew what he was getting into, and he knew the, the what the consequences were going to be. I mean, he wasn't just going to expect. Oh, I'm just going to walk with my AR-15, and it's going that's going to be it. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna want to attack you. They're gonna want to, you know, do something to you. Again, this is a Black Lives Matter march or rally. It was a rally. Yes, it was a rally. 
but according to other people, it's a uh, what riots. Oh yeah, <laughs> riots and <laughs> to use looting. to use their turns. Right. You know. So then you know he's again he's there with his buddies. When I said your buddy, I think it was one because apparently in some videos he's running past his buddy and they don't even know who he is. I mean, yeah. that's what it appears to be. Like I said, uh, that video when um, the guy, the first guy that he shot, the guy just threw his his uh, bag of belongings. I mean, I don't, I don't think it was anything like a brick or anything, correct? Yeah, and and Kyle was running away from him, right? Which I get. I mean, he has an AR-15. He's running away from a situation. Oh, He's for sure. Yeah, away. yeah. But then a shot, a shot is fired. Okay. Right. In the air. Kyle Rittenhouse doesn't know that. He thinks he's being shot at. So he turns around and shoots Rosenberg, Bob, whatever his name is. Yeah. Something I, I, like that. Some, some, yeah, something like that. And with that account, he was found not guilty. Yeah. And honestly, if, if, you, if you see the, that video at the angle it was, it was at, there were, what, maybe, what, four inches away from each other? Five, maybe? No, a little bit about a foot or something. About a foot, maybe. Yeah. I, I mean, sorry. I mean, th- but they were close enough. Yes. He turned around and he just shot him. Was it four times? I I don't recall. I I, I think this is something in, in you know in that range. I think it was four times. Yes, I think you're right. And uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you hear one shot, you turn around and you start shooting. To me, to be in in that situation, you would think, okay, I'm gonna turn around. See see what's going on, not just turn around. I'm gonna shoot the guy, you know. Because if he was aiming at you, I mean, he had a pretty good sh- clear shot to get you. Am I right? You're right, but I mean, if you're running away and you have you have a gun, apparently it's exposed because you have an AR-15. You cannot conceal that unless you have a jacket on. Yeah. So you're running away from this gentleman. I'm not saying gentleman, this guy. And you hear the shot. He turns around, shoots him. Okay, but like you said, like, well, he didn't, you know, he could have seen him. Eh, you got like a split second to make a to make a decision like that. But you're already getting fired upon or he assumes he's getting fired upon. All right. So then as soon as you're you're in a if you shoot somebody because of a threat, you automatically look around to see if there's any additional threat. Once there's no threat, then you could see what you, what's going to happen next. You know, do you call the police? You call an ambulance? What do you do? He calls his buddy. And then while he's on the phone with his buddy, he runs. To me is, if you're going to abide by all the gun laws, quote unquote, uh, why not the police? Not the police, but the, an ambulance at least. You know, you're not supposed to, of course, when you shoot somebody, you're not supposed to admit guilt just like anything else. You just, hey, there was a shooting. This is what happened. We need an ambulance. And you can hang up the phone, but you get help. He didn't do that. To my understanding that Rosenbog, whatever he was, of course, I think he was a pedophile, whatever. He was a mental health patient, just released. But besides that, nobody knows that at that time. Nobody knows that to say, well, why are you trying to defend him? You know, at the time, he's just an innocent person at the shooting. But... This is this is what I what I'm kind of baffled with is is if it was a colored man, woman, whoever, a colored person, and they shot somebody who was apparently unarmed, what would be the outcome of that? An unarmed person. 
because Rosenbaugh was unarmed. The only threat he had was the bag and to cause uh, deadly force. Now, yeah, he was probably going to attack him. Probably, yeah, I can understand. He probably was probably overpower Kyle Rittenhouse. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going two sides on this. You know, you know, was it justified? You know, but if it was a colored person in the same predicament, the same thing that just happened, would he be found not guilty? Nah, they would. They would throw the book at him. They're like, "No, you're doing life. You're." I mean, they would give him all the charges. But uh, yeah, I mean, like you, like you said, I mean, Kyle Rittenhouse shot the guy. The shot rang out. Maybe he thought the shot was directed at him, so he reacted, and he sh- he shot the guy. He he killed him. Now, like you said, what he should have done is call the ambulance. Like, hey, there's a sh- there's a shooting. And that's what happened. Boom. No, he ends up calling his buddy, and he just starts running. Now. Uh, in the other footage, there's people running towards him because they're trying to stop him, right? Quote, unquote. That's the Quote, assuming. Unquote. Assuming. Yeah. And then um, when he's running, uh, they, they throw a skateboard at him. Yes. That knocks him down. Yes. And then he falls down and there's, there's, a, there's a guy that goes up to him and he's just like he's running to, to stomp know, him. To stomp his face in and he shoots him. And then there's another guy with the with the skateboard. He picks it up, and he's running towards him. But when he when Kyle Rittenhouse uh, shot the first shot, uh, it looks like he was just trying to get out of the way. And yeah, he he stopped from what he was doing, but of course he was running too fast to get to Kyle. That yeah. he stumbles on top of him, and that's when he gets his shot. He got shot. Yeah, it was like a split second. Like oh snap! Like okay, I I need to move out of the way. Like you know, this dude's shooting, and he. You know, he stumbles over Kyle, and Kyle literally, from from my point of view, was that he had the AR-15 rifle, like, towards his chest, torso area. I'm not yes. too sure. And he shot him, and the dude just slumped over. And then the other guy that was running towards him, um, he shot him in the arm, right? Correct. Yeah. And so then he gets up, and then he just starts running towards the, uh, at the end of the street, and there's a barricade of cops there. And Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Um... You're talking about the guy who got shot or Kyle Rittenhouse? No, Kyle. Kyle, after he... After he shot both of those... After he shot both of those people, he gets up and starts, you know, running uh, towards the end a of the brisk, street. A brisk run. Yeah, it's it was like more, a, like, little, it was more kind of like a jog. It's like a little walking, a little... Yeah. He, well, he didn't even... It looked like he was even making a much but much of an effort to get there quickly. It looked like a just a slow walk. Yeah, and then he, he starts, you know, briskly walking... Towards the end of the street where the there's a barricade of, you know, law enforcement there. Yes. And he's walking with his arms up, untouched. And the police just drive away. Yeah. and they Some of them nothing. just drive away. And he talks to one, but they don't arrest him. They don't do nothing to him. For people are saying is, well, what's the big deal? Well, what's wrong? He just defended himself. I don't see what's wrong. It, and it's, it's not about gun owners and gun rights and so forth. It's it's about what they don't understand is when you're a different color, it's a different outcome. If it was a black man who just shot two guys walking towards the police with his hands up with an AR-15, chances are a big chance he's going to get shot because they get shot. Black people get shot without any weapons on them anyway. 
So an AR-15 attached to him, even if he wasn't touching it, is just a more of a justified shooting in their in their eyes. It doesn't have to do with right, left, none of the political stuff. It has to do, like you said, with color. I don't know why, but like law enforcement or just, you know, in general, they look at, you know, like, you know, black people as a sign of threat. And it's, to me, I go with color. You know, because even Hispanics and Mexicans. That's what I'm saying. Like in general, yeah, you know, like color in general. Like, yes. Yeah, it's you're considered a threat. And when you're not that color, you're not considered a threat. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, agree. yeah, you got your exceptions, but in and then you base it all on the same the, the same the same incident, the same crime. It's two different outcomes. And when I say the other people, I mean the ones who don't see what's wrong with why the why it's okay when you shoot an unarmed black guy black man kid woman like they don't see what's the big deal and that's we call it really the white power people the white power people and those are the people who don't get it they don't understand if you're justified in a shooting, then you're justified. But if it was a black man who shot those two individuals, they'll be calling, saying like, this is unbelievable. Why do they let this person walk around? You know, why let them walk around with the rifle? You know, an AR. It will be a whole different scenario. Yeah. And I think if, you know, if there was someone of color found out guilty, you know, they would be tearing the, the city apart, too, you know, because they're going to see it as like, well, he was, you know, he was unarmed. Uh, he was he was armed and he was doing this and yada, yada, yada. But yet you you look at Kyle Rittenhouse and people are saying he's a hero. Yeah, a I, hero? I don't understand what the hero part is. Are you kidding me? A hero? Like, I, I don't get it. Yeah, me neither. Is he a hero for, for gun owners or gun rights? Because I'm a gun owner. I'm a, I, I, I do for gun rights. Um, but I know what the law is, you know, and I know what I can and cannot do. I know if I was to put myself in a situation, a violent situation, and I put myself there, I have no reason to be there. Nobody asked me to do anything. And I put myself there. Yeah, I want to protect this thing and whatever. Nobody asked you to. You know, they have their own security. They have their own person. People do that. But if you put yourself in a situation, then shame on you. You know, yes, you may have a right to walk around with a with a rifle. Here in here in Texas, we have the right to do it. But it is, it doesn't mean you put yourself in when violent situations. You put yourself in there because you know what's going to happen. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, like I said, he went in there. He he knew the consequences. I mean, he he knew what he was up to. He knew what he was up to. And when they say like these uh, thugs or gang members or kids, you know, and all that, they're like, well, he should have been there. Your parents should have, you know, making sure you raised him right or raised him like this, you know. And so are you telling me the parenting skills to let your 17 year old go to another place during uh, uh, rallies? I'm using their terms rallies because you can't say protest because, you know, those Trump rallies are are the which is going for the same thing. They're the same type of situation. And you're going to let your kid, you're going to drive your kid over there 
knowing what's going to happen and you're okay with that. I mean, it's, it's the same situation, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like shame on the parents. Just, it's just like they say, well, shame on the parents. Yeah. Shame on the parents. You know, I'm sure he was brought up different way. And I mean, it's, I mean, I know there's pictures in social media floating around of him, a weapon. Um, I don't know if it's true. I mean, I don't know if it's, you know, photoshopped or whatever, but it's all on the parents, man. It's all on the parents. Yeah, and, and they haven't quoted, you know, I want to shoot somebody. I want to shoot somebody. Then 30, 45 days later, he shoots somebody. So was that premeditated? So then the trial. Um, pretty much the prosecution defense was more that I saw. Now, I didn't see the whole thing. You know, I saw... I did see some good amount was that he put himself in this situation. He shouldn't have been there. You know, he, he knew you shouldn't be carrying the rifle, even though uh, when you look at it, yeah, he had the right because he was 17 year old and it was a short barrel and so forth that he was in there. But at the time, I don't think he knew that. And it, it goes back to about how the, when the police chief or the police really, when these guys were outside, all of them with the ARs, they were saying, hey, great job. Thank you. You know, for you, are you protecting this? And they said, yeah. Oh, great. Uh, they say, thank you. Thank you for assisting us. Yeah, here's some water. Yeah. Okay. Now, picture that building with a bunch of colored people all around with AR-15s, well, whatever. Would have they said, thank you? Nope. Would have they, they given them water? Nope. What would they have done? Oh, they would have gone after him. They would have probably started shooting first. Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> and then who's ever left, arrest them. Yeah, and I think... Uh, because you know what? They were carrying firearms past curfew. That would have been their justification. Yeah, and that's what I was going to get into was uh, they were they were past the curfew and they weren't... They didn't tell them anything. They were just like, okay, you know, thank you for helping us out. They just let them go. And... And yeah, and that's exactly, yeah, they let him go, and they was fine. That's why when, they, when, he, when Kyle Rittenhouse walked up to the place, they're like, yeah, it's okay. This guy was protecting the building, so. Yeah, we're not even going to stop him walking towards us with his hands up with an AR-15. We'll just drive by. Whereas a colored person, hands up, AR-15, would have been a different story. Yeah. And, and to me, that's what it comes, comes across. Was Kyle Rittenhouse justified for shooting... In his attacks, yes, he was. He was justified. They were attacking him. The Rosenbaum was going to overpower him, probably take his AR-15, probably would have shot him. And at the attack with a bunch of people, me, if, if I was in a situation, which I would never put myself in that situation, and they're, they're hitting me with a skateboard, one comes across and punches me, and one's going to foot stop me, that means there multiple people are going to overpower for me, power me. So, yes, I would shoot to protect myself. But the problem is it's a double standard. That's the problem that's laid out here. It's not that he was justified. It's that it's not justified when a colored person does the same thing and there's a different outcome. That is where there is the rallies. That is where all these people, uh, everyone gets mad. That's when all these now called riots happen. It's because of that, because the people of color are just tired. They're tired of this. They're tired of trying to, you know, go forward. And then this happens. 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's it's just they're they're tired. They're it just shows that they're not being thought as as humans. They're thought about you know, or you're a threat, or just a person in color in general. You're a threat. But if it's someone that's white, it's like, oh, it's okay. And you you see these videos a lot. Okay. Um, and it's uh, social injustice too, you know. A white person is walking around with an AR. What's wrong with that? Oh, a colored person uh, walking around with an AR walking down the street. Mm-hmm. They're getting, the police are getting called on them. Yeah. They're getting called. Oh, how can they walk around our neighborhood like that? That is unbelievable. No, they cannot do that. There's kids. You know, there's kids around here. You can't be walking like that. That's that's the double standard. That's when it's like, it, it's not about, yeah, yes, you're justified in doing what you're doing. But when it's a different color, there is the problem. And that's the mindset of these of these white power people is that they don't get it. It's it's in their mindset that they're no, I, you're, you're wrong. You're wrong. You know, we, we, we're calling color people, we're calling white power people because we're trying to be biased. We're trying to go by both sides, you Correct. know? Yeah. Kind of really like we're going to one side because, you know, when we see both sides, we understand the, the dynamics here. We understand what's going on. And that's why we're saying that this is why people are upset. And this is what you need to under. This is what they need to understand it's it's a double standard now if there was no double standard we won't be talking about this mm-hmm. because like oh yeah both sides would have said yeah he's justified in doing it. he should have the people shouldn't have attacked him but at the same time is why was he there yep just because he has the right to be there just because of that and if a colored person had the right to be in the middle of a, of a white rally and with the same AR, would that be the same outcome? Oh, he was a threat walking towards us, so so we went ahead and shot him. But Kyle was a threat walking with his AR-15 into people. Nobody shot him. And like I said, he's thought of as a hero. It's like you said, it's a double standard, man. He put him. I'm gonna keep repeating it. You, he knew what he was getting himself into. The moment he walked into. Um, What's the place? Kenosha? Kenosha. He knew what he was getting himself into. He knew, hey, if I'm going to get attacked or something goes down, I'm shooting. I'm, I mean, it's that's why you're there, right? Um, to me, yeah, he was getting attacked. Of course, if you're getting, you know, attacked, you have a right to shoot. It's just the way things played out to me just shows that the system is broken, dude. The system is really broken. And, 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 you know, this is my personal, you know, my personal view is the system's broken, man. I mean, if it was someone of color, they would be throwing the book at him. But just because just because he's, you know, white, it's justified. So these uh, these police officers knew where these uh, militia were at. I'm right. using their words, militia. Militia. Okay, and they were they were breaking the the rallies against certain areas. So what they did is they pushed them to the militia. That's where the confrontation happened because the 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 rallies were pushed 
there. You know, so then they knew who was at the end of that street. They knew all this stuff. And so then that's when the police chief said, well, you know, we didn't know all this stuff was going on. You know, you didn't know that when um, you all saw them earlier, they apparently they've been there for a couple of days already. So you, you knew what was going on. I mean, these rallies were going on protests, I guess say it, were, were happening already. So it was nothing new that you knew you were put, pushing the rallies, protests, whatever you want to say it, towards the militia. You knew it was going to happen. And was that purposely done? I don't know. That is just one of the theories that are out there. Because it's true. If they knew they're there, why did they push them that way? Why didn't they push them a different location? Yeah. And if they were, if they were pushing them to them, why weren't there police in that area? Not at way at the end of the block where the police saw what was going on in front of them. They heard the shots. If you have you hear a gunshot in your neighborhood, you hear it. You know, it's not like, oh, you, I didn't hear it because I was two houses down. You, you heard the shot. And for these police just to drive by Kyle and not arrest him or not even just stop him, detain him. Okay, hey, what's going on? You're walking away. I hear people saying you shot somebody. You know, just an attempt to stop. They just drove past him. Which they, they went to go with the guy that was shot. But the thing is, they saw everything and didn't do nothing. Nothing to stop it. Nothing to, not even a call out over the, the PR, the radio, whatever, horn, whatever you call it. Yeah, and he got arrested the next day, but... But still, I mean, it with no evidence, with no evidence. Yeah, <laughs> with, with no evidence, quote unquote. Going into this, you you saw it as like, OK, he was defending himself. But then you get all this footage. And it's it takes a different turn, man. And even then, when they were doing the, you know, when when they were in the courthouse, the judge was pro Kyle. Like you could tell right away he was protecting him at all costs. What's your take on that? Well, I'm not a judge, but uh, I've never been a prosecutor. But you could tell there were some things going on where the judge felt like he had to yell at the prosecutor for these reasons, for the motions. And it did seem like they he allowed items for the defense, not for the, the prosecution. Yeah, I have to say it, it did look like it was one-sided. Yeah, like from the jump when I saw that, I was like, nah, this, this man's walking free. Not even man, the kid. He's walking free. Yeah, and I, I thought he was going to do a little bit of time. At yeah. least for the, I don't know, I, I, when he shot the, the last guy because he had his hands up. And Kyle didn't back away. He didn't move up, move around, move out or whatever. He cocked the gun back and shot you know if if, if there's a buddy in front of you and you, and and you stopped and then he, and he he shoots and it doesn't go off and then he cocks it back what do you think is going to happen should you just let him shoot you dead or are you going to try to stop him yeah and he tried to stop him from shooting him and he's the bad guy no shame on you for trying to get him when he's trying to shoot you. 
<laughs> you know, like, does that make sense? Yeah. Again, like you said, double standard. And and that's what this trial is. It's just a whole double standard. And until the white power entitled realize this, then you can might see some change. Yeah. But right now is they're like, well, I don't even know what you're talking about. You don't make no sense. And that's the problem. Yep. Their 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 view is um, he was defending himself was the problem. But then, like for us, we see it in a different point of view. Was like, uh, okay, he's a young kid going to this place. I mean, we already know his intentions. You know, you're you're putting yourself in in danger, right? You're 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 putting yourself at risk. You knew what was going to happen. You knew what was going to go on. You know what was going to go on. And everything happens, and then for him to just kind of walk by. The cops, like nothing happened. So we heard the verdict about an hour ago. So how do you think the city is going to be tonight? That's oh, going to be restless, man. It's going to be restless and it's going to, it's, it's going to be, they're going to be mad. The people are going to be mad. Well, this is my take. Okay. So you had these militia people there, militia group, sorry. And apparently, if they were to shoot somebody, it's justified. So I think you're going to see a bigger presence now of militia, groups, clubs, with more um, ARs. Or I'm sorry, guns. How about that? Guns. Guns, yeah. Firearms. I'm just curious to see what's going to happen. I like, are the police going to de-escalate that situation or will they try to de-escalate the rallies the walking people you know the the, the black lives matter groups and so walking down protesting the the rights of freedom when these individuals see them coming what's going to happen you know are the police going to get in the middle are they going to who who are they going to protect because yes you have those people those the ones we call rioters who are going to um light something on fire, turn a car because of the injustice of tiredness. And I'm not justifying their acts. I'm not saying they're good. But I'm just saying, are they going to start shooting them? And are those shoots are going to be justified? Yep. Because we have one that was justified. Mm-hmm. During a riot. Yeah. They said riots. Those are, that's their term, right? Right. Term. The judge's terms and so on. And then he also say you can't call those people victims. Yes, because they were writers, they were writers, right. whatever you want to call them. When you hear that, you knew where where this case was going. Just from the start. Just from the start. Just from the start. And I mean, so I'm I'm just curious to see how it's going to end tonight. I want to see how it is in the future. You know, does that mean? Uh, people of color could be carrying their ARs too because it's a God-given right. Yeah. And now, will they be looked as a threat? Exactly. No, yeah. I think maybe we should just carry some tiki torches, you know, and stand, uh, the Black Lives Matter should be doing that. Carry tiki torches around and they'll be justified. Right. 
They'll be just. They'll be praised by the president. I just, I feel bad for the, you know, for the lives that were lost. Yeah, it's, it's this is something that we need to look at as, you know, how is how is it going to affect our society now? Even to this day, you still see, you know, racism. I think it's bigger in a larger scale. You know, it, it's always been there, but I think now it's kind of, you know, people are showing their true colors. Right. When we heard when we heard uh, the verdict, my first thought was, yeah, this is going to get even worse. You know, because you're going to have those people, like you said, the the white. The white, white power, power people elite. elite will say, oh, no, he's he justified a shooting. No, he's fine. It doesn't affect me. But then you have the other side, you know, people of color. It's like, you know. When would this end? When will this end? You know, he was clearly in, you know, he was clearly in the wrong for what he did. Right. And. Well, he was in the wrong of putting himself in a situation. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if, if, if it was someone else, like if he was a cop and he was being attacked and he shot those people, I think it would have been okay. It's, it's justified because it's your job. Right. But if it's like, he, this is, this guy's just. You know, a, you know, regular kid, and he thinks that oh, I'm there to protect the businesses. Well, you're clearly not. You're putting yourself in danger. You you know, you're walking into the belly of the beast. Is what's going down down there, and then you know what's gonna happen. It sh- he shouldn't have been there in the first place. This all this shouldn't have happened in the first place. As a society, I'm not even more. Cu- I'm not even curious. I'm more of worried how it's going to affect the future if you if you if you know where i'm coming from yeah 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 <laughs> well anyways that's just our take those are just our opinions you know we we're just we had too much time in our hands that we watched some of the trial yeah <laughs> especially uh going into this thanksgiving break we had a lot of downtime so we were able to catch up on everything that was you know about the case and it's just it's just a different point of view it's just uh thoughts that we were thinking because that's pretty much what this podcast is yeah it's 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 just just two guys our opinions yeah and i mean i know you know if you listen to this and if you're you know if you were for kyle you weren't for kyle you know it's for us it's, it's just our opinion it's you know we're not picking a side yeah, and uh, as as uh, gun owners, you know, we're like, you know, we we know we we got our training, we know what how to put ourselves in situations, correct, and we know how to conceal during situations because a gun owner always carries a gun. Yeah, and I remember asking you all these questions because you're a gun owner, and I was curious, like, you know, what should he have done in this situation? And you told me straight out, you know, well, he should have done this because this is what we're trained for. He did none of those things. Yeah, like I said, at first I want to put myself in a situation as exactly. a gun owner. If you're gonna if you're gonna take out your your gun, that means you're gonna use it. That's why you never brandish it. Now I know we're talking about an AR fifteen, which is probably something he probably should have had a different gun. Different firearm. He should have had something on a side by himself, you know, concealed where he could blend in. Alright? Because there was people of color and people of white marching together you could have blended in it's like he said he was there to help 
Now, he said, well, the AR-15 in case something happens. Because so already he already knew his mindset. He should have used a different firearm in there. He should have buddied up with somebody who would be with him, you know, connect at the hip. Because he was with somebody and then he wasn't. And didn't look like nobody was looking for him. Because remember, he came by himself. He just attached himself to these guys. He had a buddy, quote unquote, you know, there. But yeah, you know, as gun owners, you know, Texas, we could carry guns whenever we want, you know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bang, bang. Yep. No, that, that wasn't Cactus Jack either. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the goats. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, here in Texas, there's no law. I mean, you could carry it. Well, of course, concealed. Uh, concealed, know. of course. Um, of course, we do have the rifles. You know, you could okay, openly carry those with no problems. Uh, you just don't need permits anymore. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Uh, what's your take on that? I actually wanted to ask you about that. What's your take on that? Um, I'm actually for that. You're um, actually for that? The reason is is because, like they say, bad guys didn't follow the permit laws. Right. You know? And if somebody's going to come up to you and try to rob you, carjack you, whatever, they're not going to have a licensed gun, you know? And they're not going to purchase it legally. Well, some won't. And that's what I mean. Like, so when I have a gun with me, if they were trying to harm me or my family, I could do that. Right. You know, I could go ahead and protect them. You know, if I go to a situation where it doesn't appear right, then I remove myself from that situation. I'm like, it's time to go because I've been to places where it gets a little crazy. And I'm like, all right, if I'm with my buddies, my family, I'm like, let's wrap this up. It's time to go. Something's going to happen, you know, and then I'll remove myself. Now, if there's a situation which has been before where I had to pull a gun out, I would do that. But I didn't pull it out. I was ready. <laughs> Is that one of those? That's what she said. Is that why you have three kids? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I'm 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 for that law. You know, I I I know Beto O'Rourke is back. Uh, Texas wanted to be a senator. Did he did he go for for president? Yeah, but he didn't make it that far. Yeah, um, but he's now trying to be the governor, and he's still in the same stance. You know, and. Good luck to him. See if that's going to work. But Texas is a gun place, you know. Yeah. Texas. I don't see Texas going blue anytime soon. Uh, I mean, I know everyone. uh, I saw his his uh, little rally. Not not a little. Yeah, a little rally or protest. Which whatever you want to call it. But (laughs) I was laughing when they were like, and I want to legalize marijuana. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's when he got the roar. Yeah. But, uh, nah, I mean, like I said, uh, I mean, good luck to him, dude. I mean, I, I, I mean, honestly, I'll be pulling for him, but I don't see him winning. Uh, te- Texas is going to be red, man. Yeah. I mean, we, we know what to do. When we have a free storm or tropical storms, man, we got the first thing we do is buy our ammo. Yep. <laughs> That's the first thing we're going to do. We're going to protect ourselves. Oh, we're running out of food? Oh, let me go get some ammo. <laughs> oh, there's a gas shortage? Oh, let me go get my ammo. Uh, I think even ammo's above God. It's, what is it? Uh, ammo, God, family. Is that how it goes? Yeah. 
No, I have to. I'm not gonna. Well, no, no, no. Um, I'm not gonna say how what my stock level is on ammo because because I don't want nobody to start trying to go to my house and take my ammo. Ah uh, man, I gotta check my stock ammo. I, I guess when I log in Call of Duty later, I'll find out. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no. That, that's why you call yourself a gun owner because you play Call of Duty. Hey man. Are you having what a PSD also? Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm having PTSD from um, PTSD. What the Modern hell? Warfare Two? Oh Did I my just say a drug? PSD? Or I something? don't know. Maybe that's your gang. Or, or was that Michael Jackson? Pretty young thing. Oh yeah, PYT. <laughs> PYT. I even said that wrong. Man, come on, man. I know it's Friday, but come on, man. Oh, I'll get there, man. What yeah. No, but um, yeah, man. Like I said, Texas is not turning blue anytime soon. It's gonna stay red. Uh, Astro World, um, what's your thoughts on it, dude? I mean, that was just a clusterfuck from the beginning. Yeah, uh, I mean, just uh, see them, just all these people rushing in. I'm like, what is that? And why did they allow them to continue rushing in? You know where everybody went. They went to the concert to stand right there. Right. They could easily just get all these people back and say, hey, you all need to get back out there and come in the way you need to come in. But you know what? Tickets were paid already. Everybody was already paid. Dude, when, when they were rushing inside the the venue, well, not even the venue, it was just, it was an, the, gate. the gate. The gate area. It, it was the gate area. It looked like that scene from uh, World War Z when they're trying to go over the, yes. the wall. <laughs> Thank I, you. It looked like I just it. thought about that when you said it. Like, I just pictured it. I'm sorry. Yeah. But uh, from. <laughs> James, stop. Stop biting my neck, man. It's not even five o'clock I, yet. I thought it was I thought it was Dracula, oh, not okay. a zombie. <laughs> nah, but uh, no, nah, man. Like, uh, yeah, like if you the first thing if you see that the first thing you should do is all right. Let's pause this. Uh, that venue should have had more more staff present, dude. That that's the thing too. I mean, they I, from what I heard, they didn't have a lot of EMTs. If they had EMTs, they just barely graduated. So that yeah, was like the first. Engine. You know their first big uh, show or whatever, and and the security. Well, I'm, I'm sure they didn't realize that was going to happen. Yeah, I'm sure they didn't realize people were going to rush the yeah. gate because normally, I mean, I, I've been to concerts, to arenas and stadiums, and I haven't seen anybody rush like that. So I'm not sure who orchestrated that. That say, hey, we're just going to rush it. Yeah, now, and I can understand why they. I mean, but for a large concert like that. I mean, yeah, you do need more security, even just to play it safe, you know? I know it's all about the bottom line, but, man. Yeah, like, I've gone to, you know, shows like that, like festivals, like OzFest, um, you know, Warp Tour, and, I mean, you're talking about large crowds there, and... I went to George Strait, you know, All Day Affair concert. Is that the same or no? Amarillo by morning. Okay, we were more peaceful. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know... I mean, like I said, I've gone to concerts and I've never seen anything go down like that. If someone was, you know, got trampled or something, it was always, you know, you pick them up, you make sure they're okay. And, you know, EMTs are, I mean, they have a lot of EMTs. But apparently you couldn't even pick them up. They were just yeah. too tight. Yeah, they were just. My niece said that she was in the middle of it, but she was just, you know, she couldn't move because she was just. Her body, whatever, was pushed against people where she couldn't move till they finally pulled her out. I, when the fact she told me, he goes, I really didn't want to get out. I was fine. 
Yeah, was she fine. was okay being in the crowd. She was like, Travis, Travis. <laughs> yeah. Now, everyone's, everyone's trying to blame Travis for it. And they're saying, oh, you know, Travis is 100% guilty. Like, he should, you know, pay for whatever happened. I'm going to go and say it's a 50-50. Because tra- it's Travis's uh, festival. So, if it's Travis's festival, I think, I would think... He has an input of, okay, I want this much security. I want this this much of assistance, you know. But also, it comes down to the venue. It shows maybe, like, you know, maybe the venue wasn't uh, 100% with him. Uh, if, you know, telling him, okay, you're going to have it. Was it an energy stadium? Like, the uh, outside of energy stadium? Not sure. It was, I know it's, I know it's where the Texans play. I think it's energy stadium. I mean, you would think that the venue would be like, okay, uh, we'll have this many people available for the venue we do have to get more emts involved and whatnot i think it was more of a miscommunication i don't think they were at the right page so i i feel like it's 50 50 yeah travis should get some i don't think he should go to jail but i think you know he could have at least stopped the concert if he saw people like hey the emts are coming out hey let's stop the show because, I mean, you've seen videos where, you know, like Lincoln Park or Slipknot or whatever. Someone falls on the floor in the pit. They stop the show and they tell the crowd to pick them up, you know. But this was like multiple stages. And this was probably like three or four times the crowd. Yeah. So I guess it was kind of hard to have everybody move back. Because even in concert, I heard you're not supposed to tell them to move back or something. Yeah. I mean, I... It just seemed to me that it was overcrowded. I mean, I know it was an open venue, but man, they look like sardines so in there. Why dude. isn't the venue at fault? No, I'm saying the venue's at fault. But okay. uh, what I'm saying, but what a lot of people are trying to say is, oh, it's 100% Travis Scott's fault, which it's not. But why? Why is it, is it his fault if the people were the one who rushed? Exactly. And, and that's what I'm trying to tell people because there people tell me like, no, well, he's at fault. Okay. He's he, okay. He is at fault to a certain extent because as a, as a performer, I believe you control the crowd, right? If you tell them, Hey, get up. I want you to dance. I want you to mosh, whatever. Right. Now you, you I want you to stop, you know, whatever, cry, you know, cry, whatever. If he would have seen like, Hey, this is what's going on. Someone's pointing at you like, hey, man, you know, this is what's going on. He should have stopped the concert. Like, hey, like, what's going on? Now, there's other reports are saying that he was told ahead of ahead of his performance, you know, it's it's crazy out there. Which I'm sure they told him that because just by the gates. By the gates. He said, fuck it. Let's do it. That's his call. You think he should have, when he came out and it was happening, he should have said, Como la flor? He should have sang that song? No, he should have sang, Bidi Bidi Bamba. Como la flor? Because <laughs> isn't that how uh, oh, Selena yeah, stopped Selena, the concert? Yeah. Remember? Now I know why I'm referencing ah, that. Yeah, J-Lo. <laughs> um, yeah, he should have done that. So when you say 50-50, who's... Okay, you say Travis Scott is 50, but who's the other 50? The people or the venue? The venue. All right. So the people had no fault then. Can I do... Was it one-third, one-third, one-third? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm like, your math is not adding okay, up. Okay, well, let's go back. They meet, okay, now they made me think. Carry the one. Carry the one. Carry the, there's a five in there. Uh, I don't know. You divide that by 365. I don't know. I'm getting these crazy numbers. Um, wow. Yeah, you, the crowd's going to act. It's going to react a certain way. Like you go, you go to your concerts. You still, I, I mean, you've gone to concerts where you have your people like, oh, I'm there to chill, you know, enjoy the concert, have a good time. Which is me. Which is you, right? And then there's other people like, oh, I want to fucking destroy. I want to go to the pit. I want to hit people. And then you have other people like, yeah, I want to get in the pit, but, you know, I'm also, my intention is not to hurt people, right? Cool. Yeah, I want to get in the pit also, but I don't want to be trampled on. <laughs> exactly, right? So, um, they're going to, you know, the crowd's going to react a different, uh, you know, a different way. You know, also, I mean, I've, there's, there must be drugs and in, in, in those concerts. No way. No way. Don't tell me. You don't say. You know, you also got to think about maybe people were on drugs and, I mean, they spazzed out too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but to have that many debts just yeah. for rushing, that's crazy. That is, I have to say, is mm. that shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Especially with a concert. You don't you don't go there to get trampled on and stepped on and all that. I mean. Yeah, because you go to a concert to have a good time, to enjoy it. Right? Yeah, and like you said, even the rock concerts, they stop. They stop the pit. The performers, they stop it. And they say, hey, pick them up. They, don't they say the rules in the beginning, the mosh pit? Yeah. Somebody falls, you pick them up. That's the it's rules. Like, it's like a brotherhood. When you go to a metal yeah. show, it's like, hey, someone falls, you pick them up. You know, it's like, you know, looking out for someone, like someone that you care about. So like a family member, like a brother, sister, yep. whatever. And there's a there's a video that I saw that I was like, wow. If he, if he saw that person being uh, crowd surfed out of the, you know, out of the crowd... And he was, I think he was, he was dead, dude. I think yeah. he was dead. That looks bad on him. That looks bad on Travis Scott. But yeah, he was actually like singing, uh, he was singing part of a, one of his songs. I, I don't remember. And you see the crowd just, you know, you know, taking this person out and taking him to safety or whatever it was. I think he was already dead. Wow. And, and, and wait, wait, the and, performer was still singing? Yeah, Travis time? Scott was looking down and he was like singing. While the, the the body's being crowd surfed out, what would Corey Taylor would have done? Now nah, Corey Taylor's like, hey, let's stop this shit. Like Slipknot, yeah. Corey Taylor Slipknot, you know, uh, metal concerts, you know, Moss Pit galore. Not say galore, but my sorry for that. But you know, yeah. I mean, it's gonna happen in his concerts. Yeah. He wouldn't have. He would have stopped that shit. He was like, whoa, what the fuck? Yeah, and that's the hell thing. no. Yeah, and that's the thing. He knows his. He knows his fan. Like, he knows his fans. Like, okay, yeah, Slipknot, they're crazy people. Like, well, I have crazy fans. So I know what, what you know, what I want him in store for. So, yeah, he when he sees something going on, he stops it. Travis Scott, you know your fans. Why didn't you stop it? Or, hey, you know, let's look out for each other out there. He didn't do that. He just continued going. And, I, and that looks bad on him. That really looks bad on him. Yeah, that's, I mean... Metal, we have our own fan base. You know, we have, we know we take, like you said, take care of each other. And even the performers are with it also. Yeah, and I think uh, the show is being recorded on uh, Apple Music. So it was streaming live. 
And, oh wow! Yeah, so there's a there's an Instagram video of a girl. She actually goes up to one of the where the camera the cameramen are, and she's telling them, "Hey, we have people like unconscious, like they're dying. You know, can you please tell Travis Scott to stop or you know?" And the cameraman turns around and is like, "You know, get out of my effing face! Like, I don't effing care, whatever. Like, I'm trying to do my job." Wow. Yeah. And. Uh, I think the youngest person that passed away there was 10 years old. Yeah, I think 9 or 10. Yeah, and there's videos, too, of this guy. He has his, I think his daughter's, like, maybe, what, 3 or 4? He has him in his shoulders, like, in, in the crowd at a Travis Scott concert. I'm like, again, it goes back to parenting. Like, I wouldn't take my kids to go see Slipknot, you know, on my shoulders, you know, around the pit or around, you know, a large crowd. I wouldn't do that. Yep, I just recently took my my boy to a uh, it's fourteen to a rock show. It was three bands, but I was right next to him, and it wasn't. I I purposely chose not the mosh pit. He wanted to get in the mosh pit, and I said no. Let's maybe you get a little bit older. You right. know, you you could probably do this. You know, but again, I don't want to put myself in a situation where I'm going to have to do something. You know. Because, of course, the first thing I do is protect my boy. You know, I wouldn't mind being in the Moss Pit as well. All I know now is I want to go to another concert. Yeah, I, I actually do. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think the only one that I'm actually, I was looking forward to was. Dun, dun, dun. Lady Antebellum. No. <laughs> Guess which one it was. I honestly don't Jimmy know. Buffett. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Jimmy Not Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. Um I was actually thinking about seeing a Slipknot in, uh, in Austin, but it already happened. Um, but I'm actually waiting for Metallica. I've only seen them once. I want to see them again. All right. I don't care if they're old. Well, George Strait's coming. San Antonio? Yeah. I think so. No. Yeah, Moody Gardens. Ooh. Is it like a kind of you win the tickets over the radio or tickets are on sale? I don't know. <laughs> I just heard about it from a friend. Say, from a friend just told me about that right there. I've never to the Moody Center. Yeah, I, I heard. Oh, it's in Austin. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's Austin. actually the new arena for the Texas Longhorns basketball team. Ooh, so, yeah, nice. It's gonna be there. Ah, if you go, you can go to a state-of-the-art yes. arena. All right. Well, thank you all. This is again our thoughts. Uh, again two guys here yeah it's just our thoughts it's just you know our you know our opinions so calm down yeah so y'all calm down guys calm down don't take it serious but uh yeah it's like i said it's just our opinions if you agree with us you don't agree with us that's fine we're not gonna get hurt we're gonna close this because uh thanksgiving's coming up and uh we're ready for a little break and uh this is uh wasting time with jv and we'll see you on the next one peace peace